Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for Torah number 735. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at rabbiesmacha, take10fortorah.org. This 10 is sponsored by the Lewis family, Li'ili Nishmas, Fawel Yitzchak, Ben Aftali, David, Zechron Lerachem, the Torah we learn, be an Ilui for his neshama. So one of the very first parts of the Seder is a paragraph which seems not to makes sense, you know, what, why it's there, what it's doing there, and that's the paragraph of Halach Ma'anya. We have just broken the middle matzah in half. We're about to ask the Manashtana, which really begins the conversation, because without questions, there are no answers. So what is this paragraph doing here? Halach Ma'anya, it says, this is the bed of destitution, that our ancestors ate in the land of Egypt, called Dichvin Yeseveyechel, anyone who is famished, should come in, enter and eat, called Ditzrich Yesev Yivsach. Anybody could partake of the Pesach sacrifice that they want. Now we're here, but next year we will be in the land of Israel. Now we are servants, but next year we will be free. So there are a lot of questions as to what, you know, it almost seems like it's skipping everything and going straight to Lashana Habab Yerushalayim. That's number one. That's not going to be a feature of the Seder until like all the way in the end. So that's uh, question one. Question two, of course, is what's the emphasis on Aramaic, right? This this whole paragraph is written in Aramaic, unlike all the other paragraphs of the Seder. And also, like, why are we talking about this Lechem? So if you say that this is actually a commentary on Yachatz, that makes more sense. Why do we break the matzah? Oh, I'll tell you why, because halach ma'anya. This is the bed of affliction. Now, why are we talking about inviting people? Okay, I guess it's the early part of the Seder, so it still makes sense. And l'shana haba, why are we getting to that? So that doesn't really resolve, just because it's tied to yachatz, which makes a lot of sense, doesn't necessarily resolve all the issues. So I wanted to share some of the perspectives and ideas that have been shared relating to halach ma'anya regarding why it's here to start the Seder, and also why it specifically is written in Aramaic. So some understand that uh, the reason it's here is because it's a bit of a spoiler. And the spoiler is, you know, one of the big concerns about the Seder night, Rabbi Akiva used to run home to get his kids to nap. Uh, we were chotvenes hamatos. We snatched the matzos because we want uh, the, the kids to stay awake. We, we go quickly. We start quickly. We're, we're very nervous that the kids are going to miss the whole thing. And so we have a bit of a spoiler where in the beginning we kind of talk about, hey, we were in Egypt and this was the bread that we ate. And obviously we got out because we, uh, here we are. And so that's sort of an abridged, version to be able to communicate to the kids who were worried might fall asleep. This idea of making this more communicable, that people should be able to understand this better, is probably why it's in Aramaic as well. We want the widest consumption for this word, and these words, and these ideas, because, you know, we, we just simply want to make sure everybody gets the point of the Seder. So sort of, before we begin, we, we kind of spoil what's going to happen, because we know it's going to take some time, so we want this to be the conversation starter, even before we ask the questions and provide the answers. There's some who understand that the placement here is actually really all about the invitation. It says, Whoever is hungry should come in and eat. Anybody who is in need can partake of the Pesach sacrifice. Now, it's hard. It's hard to ask to come, right? It's hard to take from others. 
for some people, it's hard to provide for others. You know, what I have is what I have, and, you know, why should I give to anybody else? Shali, shali, v'shalcha, shalcha. And so part of this is the importance of the invitation, the importance of having other people involved in your Seder and being able to provide for them. So how do we sell ourselves? How do we sell it to those others that they should not be too proud and they should not feel a sense of overwhelming reliance on somebody else and that we shouldn't feel that it's difficult for us to provide for others? Easy. We all come from the same the same menu, the same diet, where we were all limited in what we were able to provide for ourselves and for each other. So nobody should feel bad about the fact that now they can't provide for themselves, and nobody should feel too aggrandized or, or too egotistical that, oh, who am I? I'm going to give somebody else. No, no, no. We all come from the same place. Beautiful idea about just really understanding empathy. We want the aniyam to understand. We want the poor uh, to make sure that they understand the invitation. So maybe that's why it's in Aramaic, another reason as well. But another very powerful reason for why this is here is thinking about it. You know, this probably was not said in the time of when the Beis Amikdash stood and the Carbon Pesach was brought. Because one of the major features of the Carbon Pesach was that it needed to be designated, the participants in the Carbon Pesach needed to be designated prior. And so if that's the case, then Kol Ditzrech Yifsach is actually not possible. You can't just on the fly invite people to your Seder. So this is referring to a later spot in history, a later time when the Beis Amikdash no longer stands and we kind of just want to share and express the hopefulness of This is the language of gullus, of exile, of, of pining and longing for something more. We want to get back. The, the fact that we are inviting people is actually a very sad thing. Because once upon a time, the carbon Pesach was brought with a lot of pomp and circumstance, and people got together, and there was a specific emphasis on chaburas and groups getting together. It's so ironic that last year our Sadarim was so, uh, they were so empty. They were so, they were so absent of people, so lonely. And we refer to this paragraph as sort of like, this is the lonely expression of what our Seders are like now, whereas once, when we were speaking Hebrew, when we were out of Gullus, there were there was a lot more to the Seder. And so like it's actually a, a measure of of a depressing fact that we're not able to invite and have as many people over and realistically like we're inviting now but nobody's coming. It's not like the Seder of old where we were, let's say, planning for people to come and we would all um, know exactly who was going to be there and everybody would have been taken care of well before. So that's perhaps a, a negative perspective that this is highlighting the exile. Okay, so that is, uh, that, that's another perspective. To focus on the language, the language over here, so um, the Aramaic, of course, is the language which is understood by the most. It was the lingua franca, the, the language that people spoke after the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed. It was the language of Israel. It was the language of Babylonia. It was not the language of, you know, Shadim and, and angels and that, that we have from a bunch of sources. Rashi says that we don't want them to hear. We don't want these other characters and beings to hear because we don't want them coming. Uh, for whatever reason, we don't want them coming, and that's why this invitation specifically is in Aramaic. Others point to the Pasuk in 
uh, I should say the Medrash, Golsa Yehuda Mi'oni, which is, which is a Paskan Eicha, but the Medrash describes that the Jews were exiled because of Oni. What's the Oni? What did they do? So the Oni that's described over here is referring to the Oni of, of uh, Lachma Anya, that they ate Chametz and Pesach, and that was the reason for the Golas. And so this language of Golas is all tied together with the sin that was uh, apparently blamed for having caused the Golas in the first place. And that's why this is uh, uses the language of Galus because this is remembering the fact that Halach Ma'ani Asana, our forefathers ate it, not always in the best of circumstances, sometimes in breach of the law. Another important thing is, listen, Magid did not yet begin. We're not going to yet ask the four cups. We don't yet pour the second cup, which is, well, I'm sorry, the four questions. We don't yet pour the second cup, which is what generates the curiosity that leads to the four questions. And so in order to differentiate between the Hebrew, Haggadah, which is coming up, that's why this is in Aramaic. That's another understanding. Um, perhaps the most powerful understanding that I saw was in the Ezer Eliyahu. The Ezer Eliyahu explains, he says, the reason we do this in the local language is so that it's understood by others. You know, this is a moment before um, Art Scroll and before everybody's able to read everything online about like what the Jews do at the Seder. So here's the one paragraph that anybody could pick up, any Jew, non-Jew could pick up and understand. And what is this paragraph about? It's a paragraph about uh, gratitude and providing for others, even though we were once people who were our, ourselves dependent on others. And so he says as follows, and this is so fascinating. He says, the reason this is in Aramaic, I'll read it inside, to understand that the Jewish people are not ingrates, and therefore... So what? Because they remember their story. They remember where they're from. They remember all of the miracles that had occurred. They're extremely grateful for them. We want to be seen as a grateful people. We want to be seen not only as grateful to God for having delivered us in the story of Yitzhiya Mitzrayim, but also we want to be seen as grateful to whoever it is are our hosts in this gullus moment. And so that's why this paragraph is in Aramaic, so that others, not just Jews, not just you know men, women, and children understand this well, and this hope for salvation, this hope for Lashana Haba, Ba'ara di Yisrael, but more that even the nations of the world understand that we are a grateful people. We remember this story in the past, and we will remember the gratitude that we owe in the present and in the future. Have a great day.